Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I kind of wanted that play out for a little bit. Hey, it's at your service on News Radio 1120 KMOX. My name is Mike Elam. There's been all kinds of excitement going on today. So Matt was telling me earlier today that uh, he still had Drake fans who were leaving the concert last night. So Drake was here. Drake was here last night, right? And Drake is here tonight. Well, I forgot about the fact that Drake was here tonight. So um, I was here earlier today. I got to sit in with uh, the DGS show, so that's always fun. It's always good to see the Glover folks, right? Hang out with them for a little bit. And uh, I, my grandson was at the house today, uh, at least for a little bit this evening. So I got the opportunity. I'm like, oh, so I could hang out downtown because Matt and I talked about this Thursday when I was here. And it's like, okay, I got like three and a half hours to kill, actually, yeah, three and a half hours I had to kill. So what am I going to do in that time? So I thought about going down to Ballpark Village and hanging out there, maybe having a, a dinner down there and then come over to the station, right? Well, I found out that my grandson was home, so he's two. So if you get the opportunity to hang out with your grandson, you're going to go hang out with your grandson. So I drove back from all the way downtown out to God's Country in St. Charles County and hung out with him for a little while. Got some big news today, but I can't talk about it right now. So I'll break that news next Thursday because I will be able to talk about it then. It won't be as big a news to you, but it's pretty big to me. So you can figure that out, I think, uh, coming from there. But but we'll figure it out from there. So I decided to go home, and I thought, well, I'll. Uh, there's nothing going on. Blues are playing on the road, and they're losing right now, 2-1. to one, So we're not even going to worry about that. So I'm like, okay. I'll I'll give myself a little extra time because nothing's going on downtown. Wrong. Drake's here. So I'm coming down Highway 40, and I hit all this traffic, and I'm like, crap. I don't know that I'm going to make it by 8 o'clock tonight. Like, we'll, we'll wait and see what's going on. But took some back roads and made my way around, made it here. Uh, so I guess Drake is hanging out again with the full crew uh, show number two, that seems to be the thing now. When did that become a thing, by the way? It didn't used to be a thing. Money. What I mean, we didn't used to have double nights back to back unless you were like Prince, right? Or somebody huge, you did two nights. Not to say that Drake's not huge, but let's be honest. Drake's not Drake like he was a few years ago. 
Is that fair to say? That's, that's true. That's I mean, true. I am 57 going on 58. So if I go, you know, Drake, granted, I'm not in his target demo. I'm also male, uh, white 58. So, yeah, definitely suburban. No, probably probably not the Drake demo, right? right. But Drake's cool. I got, no, I got nothing but love for Drake, right? So good for Drake. Doing two nights here. I'm sure he sold out both the nights. Uh, Usher added a second night when he did the Super Bowl on Sunday. And, of course, it sold out as well. So if you want to go see Usher, which, why would you? You just saw him, you know, for free on the Super Bowl. I didn't. Did you like the Usher show? How how were you with the Super Bowl halftime show? I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was the greatest thing in the world, but also didn't hate it. And I think that's about all you can ask from the Super Bowl these days or from the halftime performances these days. I feel like every halftime performance every year, it's either you love it or you hate it, and it's going to be the most talked about thing at the water cooler or, or on Twitter the next day. I just thought it was... Most just completely average, fine. Like, yeah, I like this song. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And I thought it was fine, too. Yeah, Alicia Keys showed up. I didn't, was not expecting that. I thought that was fantastic. I like Alicia Keys. I was excited about that. Yeah, thought she was great. Now, uh, no was complaints. It, was it Little John? Yes. Or little, it was Little John. You are you are red up and, on your And Ludacris, right? Yes, yeah. So, um, so I love me some Luda. <laughs> Just kidding. So, right. Like, I got, I got all of Luda's music, right? <laughs> Although Luda has been around for a while. Yeah. So Ludacris, not a spring chicken. Uh, I was just watching a thing the other day of the Justin Bieber roast, and Ludacris was on it. Yeah, they, so, they did that big, that big song together way back then. Exactly. Baby. Uh, baby. That's it. So uh, as as Justin Bieber's uh, line went, uh, Ludacris said that's that's the only baby he did intentionally. Ooh, yeah. Oh, ouch. That was that was cruel. It was a roast, though. So uh, anyway, to to say all that to say, I thought it was okay. I didn't get the whole why why is Usher stripping down? I mean, I understood when he took the first shirt off, but when he took the second shirt off, I'm like, that's gratuitous at this point. Like, yeah. do we really need that? No, especially when I was already feeling bloated from chicken wings and buffalo chicken dip. And oh, I know. Pizza rise. I really didn't didn't need to see that. That's why I think people say that we need to have a holiday. The day after the Super Bowl needs to be a holiday. I got something better for you. What's that? Push the, push the start to the season a week back. That way, the Super Bowl Sunday is the day before President's Day on Monday. So that way you have the day, well, federal. Yeah. You have a federal holiday. Yeah. I, I would go you even one better. Play the Super Bowl on Saturday. Saturday night, yeah. Just do it on Saturday. Yeah. Why not? It, we don't need to have Super Bowl Sunday. Let's do Super Bowl Saturday. Yeah, you throw a bigger party. There's two weeks off in between the game anyway, right? So take a day off. Do it on Saturday. Everybody can recover on Sunday, and and you're fine. Although I did find it funny at church on Sunday, everybody had Chiefs jerseys on. I didn't see anybody with a 49ers jersey on. They may have been some 49er closet fans, but... For the most part, that's that's kind of what's going on. So that's my venture on how I got down to town, ran into Drake traffic that I didn't even pay attention to what was going on. You should listen to the news when you're going to come downtown and figure out what's going on before you get down here. There is all kinds of stuff that is going on tonight. Uh, Mayorkas got uh, impeached by the House. Doesn't really matter because the Senate's not going to follow up. It's kind of like when Trump got impeached twice. You're like, why? The Senate's not going to do anything, so why are you even doing it? But they sent the message. He is the uh, first cabinet secretary to be impeached in over 150 years. So there you go. He gets a footnote in history, uh, just like Trump is the only president to ever be impeached twice. And what did it matter? Not at all. So it's 
it's good for them. It makes them feel like they did something. So that's nice. Good for you. You you actually did something. Uh, the election to replace George Santos is going on right now. They've actually closed the polls, and we are waiting for the votes to happen. It's really early. There's like 9% of the vote that's in right now. The Democrat is winning almost 2 to 1, but uh, we'll see how that works out and see how that's going to play out. There was a shooting downtown today. I don't know that that's news anymore, but the the news, I guess, was that a St. Louis County guy shot him, not a St. Louis City guy shot him. So that's a little different. You, you got county police shooting people in the city now. It's a regional thing. We're all coming in. Let's Everybody gets to shoot somebody. It's, it's a special thing. It's new vacation plans in St. Louis. You know, they have those African safaris where you can go shoot a lion or something in Kenya. I don't know if that's where they go. It's somewhere in Africa that you can go do these wilderness safaris. Nope. Come to St. Louis and it's a, it's a free for all. You can, you can pick your own target and I shouldn't, I shouldn't joke like that, but well, you're right. It, it does feel that way lately, right? That's yeah. kind of how things are going. But so we need to talk about something positive with St. Louis. It's easy to pile on because there's easy targets like we just talked about, right? And um, if we have something positive, there's a group that has been doing something positive in St. Louis for 58 years. It's a group that's called the St. Louis Ambassadors. And we are getting ready to talk to a gentleman who is one of the founding members of the St. Louis Ambassadors. Mayor Cervantes started this group way back when. We are going to talk to Sicardi Bruce and Rich Pisani on the other side of this break. So thanks for hanging out tonight. Uh, it's going to be a quick two hours. It always is. My name is Mike Elam. This is At Your Service on News Talk 1120 KMOX. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All the news and all that matters to you. The voice of St. Louis, KMOX. It is at your service on Newstalk 1120 KMOX. My name is Mike Elam. I love Van Halen. Why can't this be love? That kind of works out. It's about 20 after the hour. It's time to talk about something positive that's going on in St. Louis. Now, it's not something new, to be honest with you, but it's something that you may not know about. There is a group that is called the St. Louis Ambassadors, and we are about ready to be introduced to the chairman and the president of that group. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome Sicardi Bruce and Mr. Rich Pisani, who are joining us on At Your Service. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Doing fine, Mike. Thank you very much. 
Well, I appreciate Thanks you for having us on, Mike. By all means, I appreciate you guys taking the time. So, uh, Sicardi, I, I know you stepped away for from an event to actually do this. So, I really appreciate you working us in today. Uh, hey, I I want to talk to you guys because I was on with the Dave Glover show earlier today, and they were asking me, "Hey, what do you have coming up tonight on At Your Service?" And I was talking about you guys, and Dave was just enthralled. Tell me more about this group, he wanted to know, because he had never heard of the St. Louis Ambassadors. And I thought, it's an amazing, uh, amazing thing that you can have a group who has done so much for so long, but yet people lose track, right? They get busy with their life and and they just don't know what's going on. So, uh, Sicardi, you're a founding member, correct, of the St. Louis Ambassadors? Yes, I am. My first year out of college. Wow. So... (laughs) Tell me, tell me a little bit, and and either one of you can can take this question. But I'm I'm really curious about a couple of things. Number one, uh, this organization it's 58 years ago it was founded, correct? That's right. So, what made Mayor Cervantes found this, and how did you get involved? Well, the way I got involved was I was my fresh year out of college, and I had taken over a small printing company that was going to be in the city. And I wanted to be sure that I was on the right side of the politics. <laughs> and Cervantes was a dark horse running for office against Ray Tucker, who was the established candidate. So I, I made my bet on uh, Cervantes and got very involved with this campaign. And the night that uh, Louis Buckowitz delivered the uh the Southside Wards was the night that, of course, Sylvester knew he would win the election because whoever won the uh, Democratic nomination would win the election. And so that night, uh, myself and Sam Weintraub, a advertising executive, and Norm Spitzer, who was the uh, treasurer for Cervantes, got together and we started a group called the St. Louis Colonels in order to um, facilitate the inauguration of Cervantes that was sure to come. And after the inauguration, we got a lot of flack from uh, Kentucky, who had the Kentucky Colonels, about using that name. So we reviewed it and decided that we had a mission to spread the word of St. Louis around the country and we would be ambassadors for the city. And that's how we came up with the name St. Louis Ambassadors. And our job as members of the ambassadors was every time we went on a trip, business or pleasure to a city, the mayor's office, uh, Cervantes' office, would set up a press conference with the mayor of the city we were going to. And it could be Chicago or it could be Poughkeepsie. It didn't matter what any size city. And that was when the arch was just completed. So we would present a replica of the arch to the mayor of the city. We were with a key to the city. And it got wonderful publicity all over the country. We we would have at least two or three TV stations there, two or three radio, and one or two of the newspapers would be there for everything. So we got wonderful publicity. And the St. Louis Ambassadors for the first year or so did that as as their main thrust. Then after that, 
we got more involved in doing public relations for the city where they didn't have to pay for it. Uh, in other words, it didn't have to come out of a budget. It was done by us. Wow. So, Rich, when did you get involved with the St. Louis Ambassadors? Well, I met Sicardi Bruce back in 1981 when we had a St. Louis Ambassadors uh, big luncheon event at the old Marriott with Denny Bond, uh, hailing some of the uh, the, the uh, police uh, people that did some great things for the city of St. Louis, the great city that we have. And uh, Sicardi and I got glued at the hip in April of 89 with the St. Louis Ambassadors when Frank Farrar, then the president of the St. Louis Ambassadors, asked us if we would uh, consider putting together uh, a charitable foundation under the guise of the St. Louis Ambassadors called the 1904 World Sphere Charitable Foundation and celebrate the uh, 100-year anniversary of the uh, 1904 World's Fair in the year 2004, which is 10 years ahead of time. So we got very involved uh, individually together as uh, charity partners, I call me and Sicardi, other than best friends. And then we got involved with Frank Farrar and the St. Louis Ambassadors. We were on their board together. And then by the time the year 2004 hit, we had a major event. You, you may remember this, uh, but the entire year, of 2004 was the 100-year anniversary of the 1904 World's Fair. We had an event every month in Forest Park to celebrate the not only the 1904 World's Fair, but the Third Olympics, which was held in, in St. Louis, the Third Olympics ever held, period, on the planet Earth. Wow. So you guys have been involved with this for a very long time. Um, yeah. Yep. So let me ask you this. From, from where it started to kind of where you are now, what has been the biggest changes that you've seen uh, across St. Louis over the time that you've been here? I mean, that's that's almost 60 years for you, Sigardi. Well, uh, one of the big things, of course, is the the change in administrations. Uh, some of the mayors took big advantage of the ambassadors, like Mayor Shamel and uh, Francis Slay took big advantage of it, and others uh, really utilized the talent that the ambassadors brought and other mayors like uh, Mayor Conway and uh, other other mayors like that who were wonderful mayors just didn't also use the ambassadors as much. So uh, it varied each year depending on who was in office or each term, depending on who was in office and how much they wanted to utilize our talents to promote the city. But it's all been promoting the city until Rich and I then took it over after our World's Fair work. We took it over and moved it to include both the city and the county. Uh, So it was more of a regional effort than just strictly a city effort. And so we've been doing more charitable work in the city and the county. Uh, In our own work, we promote uh, and we raise money for Forest Park and the zoo and the other things that we do, which are frankly the most important, I think, is work with other charities because we have, Rick, what do we have about uh, 900 members? We have 959 members, supporters, and volunteers, so we're nearly at a thousand mark coming up here, so we're on the incline, as they say. We can have a lot of, we can bring a lot of talent to bear, like right now, 
we're working, we're putting together a speakers bureau, which will go out to all of the um, civic clubs. There's about 283 civic clubs in the city and county, Rotary, Kiwanis, clubs like that, that need speakers for their lunches and dinners. And we'll provide those speakers for the Danforth Plant and Science Center to talk to people about what uh, the Danforth uh, group is doing to feed the world. And it's an unbelievably important thing, which really there's most people in St. Louis don't know anything about. And yet it's a huge, huge effort on the part of the Danforth Plant and Science Center to to keep people from starving to death. And it's time that it be talked about. And that's what we'll be providing is the Speaker's Bureau for that. We're talking with Sicardi Bruce and Rich Bassani from the St. Louis Ambassadors, a group that's been around for almost 60 years, but you may not be very familiar with them. Now, guys, I know you had sort of a, for lack of a better term, sort of a relaunch in 2015, if you will. What what led to that? Well, what Sicardi was just alluding to is the fact that we went from the city and then we included St. Louis County. Then we decided to take it regional, including uh, Missouri and Illinois. So we've got 15 counties surrounding the city of St. Louis involved now as the St. Louis Ambassador's regional push. And you, yourself, are a St. Louis Ambassador as of January 20th when you came to Sicardi's house that night for the uh, 20th uh, annual gala for the St. Louis Ambassadors. You not only joined the uh, honorary board of the St. Charles County Ambassadors, which you're one of the founding members of, but that's the night that we announced that you were running for St. Charles County Executive in the year 2026. We wish you well, and we will be there to support you. But we became regional uh, in 2015, so we now cover all 15 counties uh, and the city of St. Louis. So anybody, in the, as an example, like Scotty was saying, the Lions Club, the Oscars Club, the Kiwanis Club, uh, Rotary Club, if they need volunteers for any of their events, we supply the volunteers. If St. Louis Zoo needs something special done or Forest Park needs something special done, uh, that will come from us. So when you drive through Forest Park, as an example, Mike, and see a blooming flower, those seeds probably came from the money that we raised to get those seeds in the garden clubs of St. Louis area here, the region, if you will, uh, plants all the flowers in Forest Park. Take $60,000 a week, that's $3 million a year, to keep our Forest Park in the top 10 in the country beautiful. Wow. I had no yeah. idea it was that kind right. of budget. Yes. But, uh, Mike, another big thing that we do, which means a lot, is that we work with people who have ideas to help other people. For instance, about seven years ago, a lady came to me and said she'd like our help in promoting an idea she had called Boots on the Green, which would be for um, uh, service people who were had been injured and needed and wanted to play golf, and she wanted to raise uh, money and get contributions of golf clubs and balls and things like that to be used. So we worked with our contacts within the Veterans Administration and um, got her involved with them. And now it's rich. How many different veterans administrations is is working with this? It's a huge number. 
172 veterans hospitals across the country work with us on the Boots on the Green program. Wow. Yeah, it's and a big deal for the veterans. Thousands of uh, uh, disabled veterans who are now able to play golf because of this. And they've even gotten manufacturers of golf carts to make golf carts with seats that will swivel out so that if someone doesn't have legs, they can sit in the seat and hit the golf ball. So, I mean, this has been a huge, huge, huge help for our our wounded uh, uh, heroes. Wow, that's a great mission, guys. I appreciate that. I I first became uh, aware of the St. Louis Ambassadors for St. Louis's 250th birthday, and you guys started putting birthday cakes all over the region. And I, exactly. I, I got to tell you, if it wasn't for you, I don't know that I would have even known St. Louis was turning 250. Uh, I, I, I probably wasn't paying that much attention, but my friend John Walsh uh, is the guy that got me to you guys and uh, started the St. Charles County Ambassadors. And we talked to John last week about what's going right. on there. But I really wanted to get back with you guys and talk about the founding because Dave asked me earlier today, uh, are you accepting new members? And I know the answer to that is yes, but the question would be, if somebody's listening in the St. Louis area and they want to get involved, mm-hmm. how do they go about getting involved with you guys? And and are there any prerequisites? Do you do you have to be, you know, 50-plus like me, or can you be younger to join? Sicardi? Well, it's very important to be able to breathe onto a mirror and have something to show up. <laughs> That's um, a high bar, Sigardi. That's a high bar. We welcome anyone who would like to help uh, the our life in both the city and the county because it's a big job to work with both the city and the county and increase the amount of interest that people have in living there and improving the life of everyone else who lives in the city and the county. Is there a, a membership fee that they have to pay, or how do they get involved with that? Yeah, the membership fee is a whopping. This is a big one. You need a line of uh, credit from your house uh, equity to get in. It's $20 a year. Wow, all at one time? Yeah, exactly, okay. all at one time. <laughs> well, as an example, the way we do it, and again, when we first started out, Sicardi remembers this, we were uh, charging $300 a person uh, per year uh, to be an ambassador back in the uh, 60s when it started, 1965. Wow, that, that was a high dollar t- amount in 65. Oh, an enormous amount back in 65. That included two tickets to the annual ball, which we held at a big, a big venue in St. Louis. So, but you know, John Walsh, uh, when you mentioned his name earlier, I wanted to make mention of his name too, because he's one of the energizers of our St. Louis ambassadors. And he has been with me and Sicardi as not only uh, an ambassador, we've become very close friends with John over the years here, but uh, he's been with us since the year 2000. And he's the one that came up with the idea along with Ralph Turney and a group of guys and gals out in St. Charles County open up a partnering effort with the St. Louis ambassadors and call it the St. Charles County ambassadors. And you're part of that movement. So, you know, as well as I do, how uh, vigorous John is when it comes to making uh, this thing called leadership work. He sure leads the pack uh, of, of all the people that I've met. Now, I know you also have a young ambassadors program that people can be involved with as well. A young professional. Yes, we do. 
Yeah. Anybody that's under 40 and over 21 or 21 and over up to the age 39 is considered a young professional. So it's called the St. Louis Ambassadors Young Professionals. And the chairman is uh, a young lady who lives in St. Charles County uh, called Rachel Boone, and she heads it up. So if anybody wanted to uh, either become an ambassador or a St. Charles County ambassador or a young professional, all they need to do is I'll give you my number here in just a second is to give me a call or check our website out. But the phone number they would call to join uh, is 314-952-2640. Again, that's 314-952-2640. Or they can go to stlouisambassadors.com with the word St. spelled out. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you taking the time tonight to join us here. I appreciate, A, what you have done so far uh, with this organization. It's very important to us to be able to have people like you who are supportive of this because this is how we get the word out. We have no staff whatsoever, so we have no no payroll. We We don't spend any money on anything other than trying to help the city and the county in in different projects that they're doing. And we serve a very important role in that because we can put a lot of people to work at trying to raise this kind of money for the various projects that come up. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate where you're going. And St. Louis needs good things to talk about. And the St. Louis Ambassadors is definitely something good to talk about. And I hope tonight that we'll we'll reach some folks who want to be involved. Just go to stlouisambassadors.com. You can find out more information. You could join the group and be a part of a rich history of doing some fantastic things in the city of St. Louis and the surrounding St. Louis metro. Sicardi, I'll let you get back to your party. I appreciate you pulling away for a little while and talking with us. And, Rich, I appreciate your time as well. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. And uh, you're lucky you you missed the Drake traffic tonight. So you're you're all good for that. (laughs) Mike, thank you Just remember, Mike, the St. Louis... The St. Louis Ambassadors is at your service. Ah, I like what you did there. <laughs> Sicardi, did you did well you want done, to say Rick. something? I'm sorry? Did you want to say something on the way out? All I wanted to say is thank you again. Without people like yourself who are helping us with this, we'd never be able to get the job done. So thank you. Gentlemen, it's my pleasure. That is Sicardi Bruce and Rich Pisani of the St. Louis Ambassadors. Having some time with us tonight on At Your Service. We're going to take a break and be back on the other side on News Talk 1120 KMOX. It's At Your Service on News Radio 1120 KMOX. I am Mike Elam. That is you too, with or without you. So have you seen the spear? Uh, that's in uh, Las Vegas. Did you see any of that on the Super Bowl? I think they showed some of it. So U2 is doing what I'll call a residency there. They say it's a permanent thing, but it's Vegas. Nothing's permanent, right? So uh, what a cool venue. It's it's just a, a multimedia sphere that uh, it, 
it covers you all the way around inside and out. And they can do all kinds of really cool video things on the outside of the building. And then when you're inside of the building, it's got even, it's like a whole mall, a whole wall of video screens that are all around. It is really, really cool. But I got to tell you, if I'm in there, I may get motion sick. My wife was laughing at me. She goes, if we were in there watching the U2 concert, we'd probably both have to leave because we'd end up getting motion sick from watching something like that. It's funny. When I was a kid, I, I loved roller coasters. They were so much fun. And I used to just run from one to the next and try to get on them as, as much as I possibly could. Somewhere along the line, and I don't know what happened, but I've, I've got this thing now where I can't go backwards. I don't know why. I can go forwards and I'm fine. But we were on, you know, Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. You ride it all the way and then you go straight up and it stops. And then you do the Mr. Freeze ride backwards, right? I'm good on Mr. Freeze halfway. When it goes backwards, there is something about it that just messes with me. And I don't know why, but it makes me nauseous and I am done at that point. We were on one of these rides. I can't remember can't remember what park we were at. We may have been at Six Flags, but I think we were on vacation somewhere. And we were on one of those rides where you just spin. And, oh, Lord, I was done. Like, I had to go to the car and lay down. Because I, like, if I walk anymore, I'm going to hurl right here, right now. It's just not going to happen for me. It sucks getting old. Matt is sitting here thinking, yeah, uh, it's my goal in life to get old, but not yeah. for a long time, right? I feel that way about certain roller coasters, too. The the boss, that old rickety wooden yeah. roller coaster there, doesn't go upside down, doesn't go backwards. I rode it maybe last year. It just shakes you so violently that you feel your brain rattling around your cranium. And even at, halfway through the ride, I'm like, I'm I'm ready for this thing to be done. I, I can't handle it as, as well as I used to. The Ninja. Is oh, that way for me? That's <laughs> horrible. The ninja does this like jerking. Yeah. And and you bang your head sideways on it. And they even put the little pads up at your head and you bang on there. They had the Tony Hawk ride. I don't know what it's called now. I don't think it's called Tony Hawk anymore. It's funny. You have the same rides. It's been that way at Silver Dollar City forever and it's Six Flags forever. They had sponsorships for a while and then they renamed all the rides and then they lost those sponsorships. So we're back to different names. Um, but that Tony Hawk ride was a little roller coaster that the car would spin. You put four people in it, and it spins when you went around. Oh, no. No. That, that, that was a bad, bad. Because I'm going backwards, and I'm spinning on that thing. Like, you know, getting old sucks. But as, as somebody said to me the other day, it's better to be seen than viewed. Good words of wisdom, Right. We're going to continue this riveting conversation. I swear it gets better. After the top of the hour, we're going to talk with Phil Christofinelli. Phil is the state rep. Uh, he is in his final term at the House, the Missouri House, and he is going to be running for Senate. So who knows? He may continue his career. We will continue with At Your Service on News Radio 1120. I'm Mike Elam. This is KMOX. It's NXS. Actually, it's at your service. My name is Mike Elam. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Uh, so today's been a big day in politics. They uh, impeached Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. 
it, don't get excited. It's not going to go anywhere. The Senate's not going to do anything with it. There is a special election that is going on in New York uh, to backfill George Santos's seat. Um, and right now, it's a 61%, 39%. The Democrat is winning this this race at the moment, but there is only 14%. And so stay tuned. There is a whole lot more to go. It's it's a difference of only 5,600 votes. So there's a lot that uh, that could change between now and then. We'll see where it goes. So I was asking Matt during the break because I, um, I was looking at all this stuff. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, do you care? And I got to tell you, I, I don't get the whole, why is everybody so butthurt about Taylor Swift? Like, do I care that they show Taylor Swift during every catch that Travis Kelsey makes? Yeah, it, it gets a little old. I'll be honest with you. But all their stuff at the Super Bowl, I mean, Matt was just saying, what was it, 55 seconds? That's it. It's under a minute of airtime for a three- or four-hour-long production, under a minute of airtime for Taylor Swift. Yeah, so it it's like, okay, so every time that Travis did something, they showed her. And I don't care. I really don't. And there's all these pictures about, you know, the two of them on the field and having a moment and her kissing her man and all that stuff. I'm like, look, Brenda Warner did it with Kurt Warner when the Rams won the Super Bowl. And I was actually more bothered about Brenda Warner than I was about <laughs> Taylor Swift. But it was more because of... All the stuff that Brenda Warner used to say, and I would be like, really? Okay, enough. Let your husband play football. At least Taylor doesn't get involved in talking football and what the coach should be doing and, you know, throw Travis the ball more. She doesn't say that. It, it is funny. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day who said, can you imagine you are an all-pro, probably first ballot, Hall of Fame football player, and you're not the wealthiest person in your house. You're also not the most famous person at your house. Like, your girlfriend is smoking you on multiple levels on, on how this is going. And your brother has a longer career than you yeah. had at this point. So, yeah, but he's got three Super Bowl rings, though. He does. Three in five years. And Mahomes gets the Super Bowl MVP for the third time? Yeah. How many did Brady have? Oh, boy. I can look it up. I know he had seven Super Bowls, but I don't know that I think he, he had, had five. But I'm five gonna MVPs? So I wasn't quite sure how many MVPs that he had. Somebody's yelling at the radio right now going, it was, it was six, you idiot. That's exactly how many it was. Uh, I'm, I just don't get five. He had five MVPs. All Super right. Bowl so MVPs, yeah. Mahomes is three away from, uh, or two away from catching the, the goat of all times. We'll see where it's going to go. I don't know that I'm going to say Mahomes was the greatest of all, that he's the new goat. But he's making a case. I mean, the guy's definitely doing some winning. Uh, speaking of a winner, we're going to talk to Phil Christopher The guy has been a winner for the last seven years. This is his eighth year that he is spending in the Missouri House. We are going to catch up with him and find out what's going on in Jeff City this week. Trust me, it's a hold my beer, watch this kind of place these days. Phil's on the other side. My name is Mike Elam. This is At Your Service. News Talk 1120 KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.